This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So today we have the pleasure of receiving Niall Jones. Niall, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, yeah, I'm obviously a Brit and I'm based in Bulgaria, um, helping um, companies, generally I'm helping companies scaling internationally. Uh, so I work sometimes sort of embedded, sometimes working with them like a consultant partner. Okay. Um, and uh, a network of guys in the UK and, um, and elsewhere helping them to do whatever they have to do to, to go to the next level. Okay. So with all the networking down now, it's safe to say that we're out of business, basically. Well, yeah, just trying to move everything virtually, yeah. I guess, you know. Yeah. And I, I'm, actually, I'm actually working on, um, yeah, sort of updating my proposition okay. on the back of that. Okay. You know. Okay. And what kind, of, what kind of businesses are you involved in? It's, I've mainly been working with... Um, with tech companies so and um so, so a couple of times i've i've gone pretty much completely embedded almost full time okay um and they're companies like an american company a french company who are working with sort of global clients or they're working with the u.s market or okay. the french market that kind of thing okay so you join in a company and then you bring in a, a set of skills put it on track for some strategy execution and then you move yeah on. I guess to go into a bit more depth on that, I mean, a sort of, it's like, I would say it's a combination of sort of, well, I think of it like sort of, we have a lot of conversations, mm-hmm. looking at sort of strategic direction, um, scaling, mm-hmm. scaling them from the point of view of what things they need to decide in relation to that and what activities then fall out of it. I do quite a lot of work around um, content and comms, uh, setting up, Okay. Sort of lead generation campaigns, that kind of thing, and sometimes things like spin out ventures. Yep. So as I'm as I'm sort of packaging my proposition in this in these times now, I, I'm splitting it into sort of creative conversations, fast facilitation, and impact content. So that, but when you put them all together, it's like I'm a bit like I could be a bit like a strategic hire. Okay. Um, and I, so the two other things that are, that are sort of useful to know are I I run I facilitate like executive peer groups. So I've been running something in Sofia for a couple of years around dinners and I'm now taking it virtual mm. and I'm in the process of launching a kind of a global as a, as a result of what was happening. Oh, oh nice. Glo- a kind of make, like make a global sure executive. Send us the links. Make sure to put in the links and we'll make sure. Yeah, to- something like a sort of a global executive peer partner thing. Yeah. And I'm thinking that for this year to make it very focused on um, how the heck do we all get through this, you know. 
Okay. Um, so I do that, and I'm and I'm a founder of a tech a tech startup, which is also in that kind of collaboration space. How we okay. that's all just about to kick off as well. So okay. it's a uh, dynamic dynamic times. Okay, very very dynamic times indeed. I mean, I'm in the event industry, and uh, there are no events. I mean, every venue I know of is now transformed into a giant hospital. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm interested. Uh, what are the basic um, problems and I would say concerns that you hear about in these times from your clients other than the regular, uh, okay, I'm, I don't have income because I don't have business running. And so basically other than cash, what are the other things that you hear on being problematic for companies to solve in these times? Probably, I think the first thing that occurred to me and that I'm sort of seeing is that people are sort of gone into a sort of, I'm going to say it's a state of shock, but it's more like a state of caution, I suppose, and everyone's sort of frozen and they, okay. there's a slight, I mean, I, from not a huge number of conversations, but the sort of sense of like, we're not going to make any decisions now for any, any time soon. Yeah. So people are afraid, obviously, and um, it's kind of, where is the certainty? Where's the kind of stability going to come from? Okay. Uh, especially as we see, if we, if we stay tuned into the news, it's kind of this, uh, the sort of terrifying escalation of everything Absolutely. it seems most days. Um, and, but you know, it's interesting cause I think, um, it is, it's a, I think this, I think there's sort of, obviously everyone's having to shift to be virtual. Um, mm. I think some people are sort of aware that it's a great time to, to act, to take advantage of opportunities and others maybe are thinking, and this is probably a bit where I'm at, that, um, yeah, I'm, I'm old enough to have seen, you know, if you if you're too inactive in these moments then it's dangerous you know i think so yeah. it's that challenge of trying to uh be decisive and and also watch what's happening um i'm not sure it's the best time to be pitching 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 selling 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 but it's a good time to be probably investing in um education investing in a future yeah. proposition planning yeah. relationship building you know yeah. and um yeah. so well, for sure exactly these kind of things I, that's exactly what i'm doing right now like it's that's the that's the that that's what you just said is critical. I think I think also there's to, to the point what you said to make your to, to, to build a case around it. I think people and especially executives uh, in companies have to come to the conclusion that maybe out of the decisions that are going to be made right now, some of them might not be the best ones. Yeah, but, yeah. But sometimes a decision can be just better than no decision at all right and that's right yeah sometimes yeah. sometimes like you can yeah. take the decision of sending everybody home not doing anything see you back in six months but that's not a that's the decision of not doing anything uh versus yeah. decision of saying okay let's send everybody home let's invest on education in this this and this let's put our our paper brochures for example let's get them all digital no more paper brochures like and then and then you the and then six months later you realize that oh Wow, the world is once my yeah. paper brochures and I don't have them anymore. So I think, I yeah. think, I think the non-decision, I think convincing people that taking a bad decision in these times is definitely better than not being decisive at all. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, that's for, right. Because it can take it in multiple things. So you made a bad decision and you have to live with it. Yeah. But then you made no decision and it's more difficult to live with the things. I mean, you, 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 you don't dwell as a human person emotionally. You don't dwell on the wrong things you did. You dwell on the yeah. things you never did. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So you're yeah, you're, yeah. Even, even as an emotional being, you're like, oh, you don't regret the things you did. You you just say, oh, I wish I have done that, right? I I, I wish yeah. I, I wish I followed my my gut feeling at that time and that I did this and that. Well, and I think so, yeah. Go ahead. I think the what yeah, obviously the I think like things won't go fully back to how they were, but I suspect a lot of things will, yeah. but it'll be in a kind of cautious way. Um, and for sure, because people are looking for the art for answers, people yeah. that are decisive and say, here's something that might be part of the answer, like it's it's kind of well, why not do that? Because because maybe it is part of the answer. And if there is gonna be a kind of a reset of a lot of things, then you know, new things that seem to fit that new world, if you're if you're if you're quick to move with those sort of things, then you know, maybe you can get a head start, you know. But at the same time, at the same time it is the situation's changing so fast that it has to be an element of just sort of just checking in on it all the time, you know, but, but not, not too many news notifications all day long. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I disconnect. I, I disconnected. Yeah. I came back to the, I came back to the period uh, of uh, my grandparents where the news was at eight o'clock in the evening and it just half an hour. Right. And so yeah. I came back to that routine where I check out the news in the morning and then I check out the news around <laughs> four o'clock in the afternoon where, cause we're in Sofia, right? So midday, uh, in Europe and then I'll check out the news in the evening just to check out what's going on on the other side of the planet the states or whatever and yeah. that's it it's uh, where I'm moving I'm shiftly what you're saying is very correct because I'm, I'm, I'm seeing myself moving from a researcher uh, moving sorry from a consumer of what is given to me as news and information to a researcher of what is it that I'm looking for right and so yeah, yeah. Am I, what, what am I looking for right now I'm looking for this this and this great so I have a plethora of options in front of me on, on the internet to go search for that. And uh, that's, these, these things are really changing even my, my personal habits on this. Um, okay. So let, let's just take it to a little bit to the, to the, to the COVID-19 uh, aftermath. Let's consider, okay. it. Yeah. you know, where we are right now, right in the, in the, in the situation, because we see it, businesses are closed, the business is down. No travel, mm. no events, no whatever. Mm. How do you how do you see what are the current tendencies in your head that take you in mm. this or that direction for the aftermath? Because everybody's yeah. multiple 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 scenarios. Either we're gonna slow down or we're gonna be faster than ever, or either we're gonna go back to growing our own chicken and growing our own tomatoes, or we're gonna go consume only bio, I mean oil, no yeah. oil. Uh, renewable energy, no renewable energy. Even the battery of cars is now on the, under the question is, okay, electric cars are great, but what do you do with the battery afterwards? Yeah, yeah. There's a huge uh, concern regarding the climate with uh, recycling of these batteries. So how, how do you yeah, see I mean, I think I think that the, one of the things is um, what I'm finding is I'm connecting to people in different ways. I mean, people, like I'm obviously from the UK originally, and I'm finding... I'm connecting a bit more in more intimate ways to people there than I might have done before. Like the pe people that are over there that are normally coming together in office environments are suddenly all in the same boat. So I'm, I'm, I'm effectively in a similar boat to them and it feels sort of like, well, I'm just the same. I'm, I'm a vir virtually connected to them. Yeah. Um, I think there's a sort of insanity about the idea that everything will go back to how it was. So I wonder like at, at sort of key um, at airports and, and places like this, there's going to be some kind of, some some controls in place or something in yeah. place that stops 
Like the idea of us going back to exactly how it was, like mass travel, and this uh, it was a little bit insane. Um, I, I I sort of feel what I have to do around to this, um, particularly with the executive peer thing that I've been doing at Sophia around a dinner. Because of what's happening, I've been thinking much more about, well, I can connect people with co a common interests virtually around the whole world. And so I wonder in general whether there'll be a lot more of that, you know, and I know we, we do that in some ways with social media, but maybe there's going to be a lot more of that in, in the sense of, of that from a work point of view, that will be, there'll be more connection with people virtually based around common interests because, um, you know, because um, we sort of started that now. So why yeah. wouldn't sort of, I think people have sort of seen the possibilities in a different way because it's kind of been forced on us. Obviously, the virtual environment's been there all along, but because it's yeah. forced on us now, yeah. it's starting to make you think, well, actually, I could be connected to guys just, like, let's say that they're a segment in whatever way that are the people that I want to be connected to, doesn't matter where they are in the world. It sort of it feels a bit different now, somehow. Yeah, I see. I see. So, but do, do, you, do you think on a, on a business side, companies are going to be, um, to put it in a, in, a, in, a, in a gentle way, do you think some companies, do, do you think it will bring a lot of disruption to what we have? Because one of the change, one of the differences between this epidemic or pandemic or whatever you want to call it, uh, and previous ones is the amount of news coverage on it. I think yeah. I mean, information travels faster. If a pandemic like this one that would hit 60 years ago, maybe it will kill whatever it will kill and then <clears throat> we'll reach the news after it's over, right? Yeah. Uh, but now we're, we seem to be like, you go if you go get a test and you test positive, we know about it in five minutes right yeah. five minutes later it's just registered new case and then you know and so by the minute when you update the the the, the data mm. do you think there's gonna be a real disruption on what economies have built post 2008 in the digital era in the companies like airbnb uber uh, everything related to the sharing economy i'm thinking about the concept of couch mm. surfing right now i mean who's gonna who's gonna Who's uh, going to invite a, an unknown guest to his house <laughs> yeah. for the night for 20 bucks, right? So I think, I think like people are going to want to have assurances, aren't they? So this is what I was thinking, like whether you're traveling through an airport or you're arriving at a railway station, you're, if you're moving around like beyond your local area, then people are going to want to have some assurance, like whether it's a tag or some app or something to check, to double check that you're okay. I think that'd be a growth of that sort of thing, which is, which is why I was also thinking, you know, maybe things like travel, are going to be a bit less kind of like I can travel all over the world all the time. Maybe there'll be a bit of a boom in sort of domestic, more like staying in your own country or your own yeah. area and doing sort of yeah. a local a holiday, holiday weekend 50 kilometers away as opposed yeah. to traveling all over the world all the time. Yeah. You know, a bit of a and that might that's a bit about fear and a bit about common sense and, and probably a bit about some things that might get put in place just to kind of calm it all down a bit because we. We so have to have everything all the Absolutely. time. And, I, and I, think, I think it's not only behavioral, it's going to be also economic. Families will yeah. not be able to afford uh, that kind of travel for, uh, Absolutely. for, uh, for, for, uh, for a while, right? So Absolutely, yeah. businesses, but, businesses are going to be the same. I think, I think more and more businesses are going to go. I think business travel is going to take a hit to yeah. start with. Because, saw, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say you sort of, yeah you sort of see a bit of the, the the simpler things in life that people are appreciating now 
I've seen yeah. that in some of the some of the news a bit. And I remember this from the previous. Yeah, people will enjoy time with their family at home, or they have a picnic instead of yeah, yeah. doing an international holiday. You know. Yeah. Well, because now because now money is not a problem yet. As much as I'm yeah. gonna take a heat from people now, you know nothing about us. We don't have money. Da da da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and on a global scale, money is still not an issue because whoever got laid off got his unemployment check wherever you're living in the world everybody everybody's got uh, has got some uh, everybody took a break basically banks took a break from uh, calling the credits uh, your landlords uh, are a little bit more uh, practical with this and they'd rather you stay and pay a little bit later than not pay at all and just move out sure. and anybody right so i think yeah. i think money is not a is not a big problem yet I think it mm. will be in the next six months yeah, uh, yeah. because money is going to run out. Right. And uh, mm. gov governments, I mean, even France yesterday, uh, Macron went on TV and said, basically we're opening the country on the 11th of May, yeah. but still hotels, restaurants, attraction parks, uh, concerts and events will not be, will not be accessible. So yeah, yeah. you can go out, but the only place you can go to is a grocery store and a pharmacy. And your yeah, office, yeah, yeah. And your office, right? So yeah. um, I, I think I think it will bring <clears> in some new habits and some new things. What would you advise? What are what are what are the what are you thinking of advising companies on in terms of their digital transformation uh, for the coming? Because the, the businesses that are really suffering from this are businesses that can't do what I'm doing with you, right? If you're McKinsey yeah. and you have a contract with uh, with Boeing. And you have a strategy session every Friday and you're used to taking the plane from Seattle to, to uh, yeah. I don't know, Georgia or whatever, and then do that strategy session and then come back. Well, now you're just doing it over Zoom, right? And so maybe yeah. that doesn't really destroy the business. But if you're the bakery down the street and just closed, or if you're the restaurant yeah. down the street, what, what kind of advice are you giving your clients right well, now about digital transformation? I think things like for traditional businesses, obviously things like home delivery. I think, you know, uh, if you're looking at career change, it's more around, and you know, I've had an explosion of advertising at me, like what a great time to start a home business, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I'm, 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 you know, if I have a, the thing that I enjoy most and I believe in most more than anything is sort of masterminding. And so if you're working with a team that's got a more traditional non-online kind of way of working, then it's a great time to use their creativity to understand what they could be doing to, to, to be in a good shape as we go through this and as we come out of it, you know, and I'm a deep, big believer in the sort of Greek brain work. Um, and that's not only around, you know, business propositions, value propositions or how we work, but also around things like content and what's the right kind of content at the moment to be, because it's a great time to create content. Like you could be, you know, writing your, if you're going back to a sort of selling mode in a few months, then right now you could be writing a year's worth of content because it's just a great time for, for, for catch up and that sort of thing. So uh, in terms of advice, it's kind of, well, to be, to be dynamic and to, be, um, to, be, to use what you've got around you, you know, the resources you've got, especially people, to, to think about yeah. how can we adapt like today and how can we keep adapting to what could be just a con continuously changing uh, scenario. I wanted to say one other thing. Um, a very optimistic outcome of all of this is, I mean, in the UK, homelessness got solved in a week. Like, so there's some things that are about the reset that um, a lot of, might scoop up a lot of people that have been a bit displaced in one way or another, like that, in that, like that kind of um, story. 
Um, and that, in the most optimistic scenario, we could see that, that happen. You know, governments have to step in, literally give people money to survive. Yeah. And then the whole economy kind of gets recreated in a new way. And yeah. some people that are maybe losing out before get scooped up by it. And that kind of interests me as well. Yeah. Okay. So you, so so yeah. Because um, when we're when we were talking a couple of days ago uh, with a friend of mine, he was saying basically, if you take the world economy, what people are afraid of usually is the devaluation of their currency, right? And so basically, when when your currency takes a hit, and then you lose the power of purchase, if you want, and then the power to create, and right. But now, since everybody in the world is pouring in money. In different mm. major currencies, dollars, euros, sterling, pound. Uh, yeah, you know, right? And so, and so, um, it's basically if we. It, he was arguing. So, if we all take three steps back, everyone in the race. Yeah. If we all take three steps back in the race, doesn't it make it even? Even if we just made the three three steps forward yeah. longer, right? So it's yeah, going to be longer, yeah. but at least we're at an even pace. And as That's you said, right. governments are stepping up. I've, I've just, I'm just not a big fan of governments taking care of all, um, of all problems. No. I am, I am no. on the other hand, uh, considering it more as a taxpayer uh, relationship in the sense of if yeah. you're going to bail out companies, bail out the companies that are actually have solid balance sheets, good business models. Mm an impactful business model. I mean, bailing mm. out companies that are, were already failing just, mm. to, just to avoid unemployment rates spiking and for, the, for the next elections, that's just yeah. stupid, you know, right? That, that, to me, that just, yeah. to me just, that, that, that's just stupid. I mean, if, if people have to go bust, <coughs> let them go bust. Like, if, yeah. if, those, if those five, six billionaires that are running hedge funds in Europe are not going to go to on, on their vacation uh, next year and they're going to have to sell one of their boats, then fine, they'll be fine, right? If they're going to have to sell some of their mansions because yeah. they didn't reach their targets, it's fine. But just can't bail. Yeah. So, so I think that's, I think that's sort of fair. It's like, you kind of like, you know, it's a survival, survival, survival moment. So governments have to step in so people could just sort of feed themselves and survive. Yes, but, yes, indeed. but it's fair. Like it's, it's almost a moment where maybe government, Failing businesses can kind of almost have a, a sort of free pass to getting back into something, employment, or whatever it is, you know, in the, yeah. in the new world. You know, yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Do, do you think it's going to clean out some businesses? Because I, I have a list in my head that I cannot take off. I clean out in the sense of these industries, these businesses will just go bust. Well, I, I, I think that um, it's obvious that there's certain kinds of business that are going to suffer much more than others. I mean, the thing that's obvious is, you know, not a great time to be in anything around travel airlines, you know, and, but, but a great time to be in kind of, you know, virtual collaboration, mm. communication, and um, mm. as, as clear as, as clear as that um, possibly, I mean, I, I suppose what, what seems obvious is that people are going to be a little bit, you imagine they're going to be reluctant for quite some time to get too close to each other in very yeah. kind of mixed ways. So yeah. maybe it's gonna impact the way that we, some of the, I mean, the obvious one perhaps that we've seen very much in the news is like the cruise, cruise liners, the cruise ships. Mm. And there's some horrendous stories about being stuck on these ships. And, yeah. and so a friend, at least one friend had said that to me, oh, that, this, that industry is screwed now. You know, the airlines are a bit different, I think. But um, yeah. I think the volume of international travel is gonna, 
because somehow dampened. Although my temptation is to, as soon as it's over, to get out of here, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> the, somewhere. That's, that's, absolutely. Like when, when yeah. you're stuck inside, all you can think of is going outside. That's not a, but that's. So, but, but if, if we take it, if we take it, for example, do you, so you, do you think the sharing economy that everybody's talking about? So the Uber, the Airbnb, the meetups, the, that what, what we call the sharing economy, right? Do you think that's going to take, I, because see, that's the what thing is, I wonder, built about right I'm, now. That's what society I'm, is built about, you know? I'm like, a huge, Air, I'm a huge Airbnb uh, user and I, and I find it very very flexible so whenever i go to an airbnb i sort of personally feel i'm there on my own normally or with, with family and um yeah. i uh it's, i think there's something in the way people are going to be tested like so that when you are going into those sharing environments mm. there'll be some way of showing at least in the short term that you have an app or like i, I gave a probably... business idea yesterday about this i gave a business idea to my friend from canada i told him listen if you are uh, a cleaning company right and you yeah. offices and whatever go see the cdc or who whatever health organization you have locally in your government right and get uh, proper training proper certification for uh for heavy cleanups like like because the companies that clean your office are not the same companies that clean up hospitals right yeah. so so get your degree or training into uh into the proper ways and proper material to use to clean up in a hospital, right? To clean in a mm -hmm. hospital and adapt that to housing. And uh, if, if you take Airbnb, for example, if I'm renting my apartment, I think people would be willing to pay another 10 bucks uh, for the night, an extra $10 for the night if they are, if I'm certified the, uh, this kind of uh, treatment of the apartment yeah, in between every you guest. You walk in and there's a little, there's a little screen that says it's been checked, you know, it's clean. It's, it's yeah. okay. It's been yeah, yeah. De decontaminated. You know. It's been decontamination, uh, right? I, I uh, think people are going to, because now people are spending a little bit more on, on healthier foods. I think diets yeah. are improving. Obesity is going to drop. Obesity yeah, is yeah. going to drop when you're not going to Burger King and McDonald's anymore. You're, you're just cooking at home. And even if you're used to, if you make your own pizza at home and your burger at home, it's it's still ten times healthier than whatever you can eat outside, right? Yeah, home cooking's up, right? And on about on a common, on things like tourism, I think what what you might see is like you naturally people like there's less money going around. People are less inclined to go to five star hotels. Yeah, yeah. They still want to go, but they'll go camping or they'll go to Airbnbs. Actually, so Airbnbs and things, it's an affordable way to, to go and have a holiday. So I I, I suspect if if um, if it's safe, mm. then the sort of the more affordable tourism stuff will be okay but the, the high-end stuff would it's more likely to suffer that's what yeah. i imagine unless high-end stuff position themselves on a on a liability issue for example companies that had yeah. given flexibilities for their uh, staff to use an airbnb or to rent an airbnb uh, just out of the economy right that because economically mm -hmm. it's viable are gonna force into their uh, their policies that no 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 we don't take airbnb anymore we just take a I don't know. I don't want to make a publicity, but we take a world-known chain of hotels, and that's where our employees will stay because we know that they're certified this, 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 and this, right? And yeah, so yeah, they yeah. avoid the liability issue, I think. So I think corporate is going to come back to hotels, and individuals are going to maybe go ditch those hotels, maybe, and uh, yeah, 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 and and favor some things. But what you touched on at the beginning is very interesting: is traveling local, right? So instead yeah, of instead yeah. of going on a 
instead of hopping on an airplane because it's just 50 bucks and going to the other side of the continent, you're just going to yeah. grab, a, grab a car, you're going to rent a car and then drive for 100 miles and then uh, you're somewhere. Yeah, because on the levels of, of danger, sort of yeah, yeah, traveling it, internationally it, it, to airports is high. Yeah. Hiring a car, driving locally, it's like yeah. seems extremely it's still, safe. It's still, to... it's still, yeah. It's, it, even, though, even though it could be, it could turn out to be the same in terms of risk, but psychologically speaking, you feel safer because you have sure. always the option of telling myself, okay, in any case, I can just hop in the car and go back to my place and I can control that. I, I still, I still want to, I still want to go and have a break. I want to get out of town, but I don't want to risk too much social contact. Absolutely. Doing that. So it's, it's very logical. It seems very logical to me. So how do you see, if we're going to wrap up, how do you see the next six months playing out? I don't know that nobody can forecast this. I'm asking you an impossible question. But from what you're yeah, yeah. saying, let's take wild guesses and talk in six months, see if we're right or wrong, right? Because somebody's going to be right, somebody's going to be wrong about something. Yeah. And so well, how do you see the next six months playing out in your field, see, in your business consultancies? In my business consulting, uh, I'm, I'm going, um, well, personally, I'm going very virtual I'm going sort of virtual global and trying to find the people that I can work with that fit what I'm trying to do. Okay. Um, and, and so that's a shift for me from thinking I, you know, I'll do my business locally and, and sort of yeah. help companies here go, go project globally. Um, so that's a, that's a big thing for me. And I'm I, honestly, I, I think it's great what you're doing. I'm feeling my way as well. So I've been running these online, sort of peer groups and things. Thanks. And I don't, have, I don't have all the answers yet, but I feel like actually this whole thing has helped me figure out what I sort of feel like I really want to be doing. Okay. And, and I'm pushing in that direction. And it's, um, I'm just keep, going to keep trying things. Um, but I, yeah, I, I see things being more about building uh, relationships and community and helping people virtually wherever they are in the world, as opposed to thinking I've got to go to a local event, you know, physically. To, yeah. to make things happen you know so definitely definitely that shift i think that things are going to start to there's, there's obviously signs that certain types of workers are going to come back absolutely. people that have been through the illness absolutely clear they would come back to work and things absolutely. are going to slowly i think in three to six months things are going to start to come back together there's these noises now about a possible vaccine by september by yeah. some Oxford, um, guys and so I think, um, and I suspect they'll find better and better ways to treat it. So it will feel like a less risky thing. But, um, so yeah, I think for me, it's just evolving, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty focused on virtual, virtual at the moment and um, just trying to keep connected. So I, I think it's great what you're doing and um, you should keep doing it. And it's, I know it's sort of experimental, but it's connecting people. And it's, it is, it is experimental. I mean, I just took yeah. my phone. I literally flipped my phone and I'm like, oh, I'm talking to, bunch of people on whatsapp fiber whatever platforms and i'm talking i'm finding myself talking to 20 30 people a day yeah and yeah. sometimes people that i haven't connected with in a while right and i'm like yeah. huh, on a regular business day i don't talk to those people right so yeah that's kind well, of keep, a, you're keeping people connected and you're giving people an opportunity to be visible and it's quite difficult at the moment to do that because we're yeah. all stuck in our in our yeah. in our little cells you know yeah. so it's good stuff yeah thanks thanks um just to, to, to finalize, uh, if you're gonna take, if you're gonna give, like, I know that you don't like doing that, but if, if, and you're too humble to do it, but if you're gonna just talk to the person that is trying to go through the same things you are, right? So building a consultancy that has some 
leverage in the knowledge and experience he's built and shifting into this digital era. What would you, what are the things that you, the problems, the personal problems you've been dealing with uh, on, on, on this and how, how do you think, what, could, what advice can you give to, to somebody that is struggling with the same things you're struggling, like my business is down, I have to rethink all my, because you're going from local to global mm. in just a matter of two weeks. I mean, even if you sat down and thought about it, in a normal time, it would take you maybe six months to forecast. But now, yeah, under circumstances, yeah. you're you're forced to to be quicker, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe it's kind of what I've found is I'm talking to a lot of people. I'm I'm, I'm referring. I'm sort of referring. To, I'm going to say different types of coaches yeah. and advice. Different people around me that can help me figure it out. And I'm trying to end up with something very specific um, that I can push out there in a in a big way. Um, that it also feels right for the moment. And for me personally, my decision-making process and my way of evolving something like that is very consultative. So I'm, as I do it, I'm talking to lots of people. Um, and it's, and, but to be very, very clear, I think to get very clear on what it is you're doing and then stick, try and stick at that and see if it works. Be Obviously, feel, be, be experimental. Um, but it's harder, right? It's harder to do everything digitally than, yeah. than say, face-to-face. So I think the clearer you are, and the more of for the moment it feels, the, the more likely you are to be successful. But, but if it's not successful, then just keep trying things. Okay. So basically try to resolve to some clarity and then yeah. keep experimenting because nobody's got the answer basically. Until, yeah. until you, have, you just have to be right once. You can go yes. wrong as much any many times as you want, then you just have to be right once. Right. Just think that people are looking for answers, aren't they now? So can you yeah. find something? Can you think of something that fits with what you do and your experience and skills? That, that could provide some kind of answer, at least for now. All right, all right. Well, I'm gonna put in the link uh, in the description all the things uh, that you would uh, encourage people to go visit if you have some, uh, yeah. any, any way people can connect with you. So I'll, I'll put yeah. it in the description. Thank right. you so much for taking the time of being with us. No worries. I hope to talk to you very soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 